0: We at Fatinize pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today. This land is, and always will be, Aboriginal land. Is this thing on? Hello everyone and welcome to a brand spanking new episode of the Fatinize podcast. We are back for a brand new season. Oh, it feels good to be back in front of the mic, to be talking some shit. Those of you that are new to the show, I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and basically, Fatinize is where we talk about the issues, frustrations, taboos, that has to do with being a fat bitch. And, oh, I am so excited to get back onto the show, get back onto doing these episodes, and... Oh, uh, I'm thrilled to have our first guest for the season with this, which is Shayla Taylor. She is a photographer and she has been on the show before to talk about her experiences working at city chick, which we'll go into in a moment. Shayla Taylor, my dear, my love. Hello. How are you? <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited to talk <laughs> with you again. <laughs> Last time you were on the show, you, just spilled the motherfucking tea when it came to your experience at City Chic.
1: No NBA, it's all coming out.
0: <laughs> and I have to say it was, and it still is, the most popular episode we've ever had on the show.
1: Honestly, like, I, I think it's because the plus size community is so fucking frustrated with City Chic and we've been waiting for things to change for like 10 years and they still just keep doing the same shit repeating the same design and just expecting us to eat that shit up and so I'm not I like honestly I feel like the community is so so frustrated and that was what i heard a lot so i got a lot of messages from former staff from all over australia who had had exactly the same experiences that i had had um which just shows you that it's like a culture that comes from the top you know what i mean like you might have a great store manager who loves you and works really hard to shield you from it but at the end of the day that the way that the managers and staff are treated comes from the top down and And that's because they don't really give a fuck about us. But yes. (laughs)
0: Were you surprised by how many messages you were bombarded with? Because I remember you texting me after the show went out, and you were just like, I'm getting so many messages from people just like telling me their stories and stuff. Were you expecting there to be that kind of reaction?
1: yes i was because i mm-hmm. felt like this wasn't spoken about because mm-hmm. um you know i've seen it a lot on the news about like how workers at Honeybird debt for example are treated and i feel a bit like there's this air of nobody cares because they're fat we can treat them badly because they're inherently bad people because of their bodies and and that that they get away with their their bullshit mm-hmm. like because people don't see us as worthy human beings at the end of the day like that's the that's the um the line in the sand they're like well they're fat so you can treat them like shit, and nobody's gonna care Mm -hmm. and until we start speaking about it nothing changes like nothing changes if nothing changes so if we all stay silent and we feel like it's an us problem that we deserve to be treated that way that it was like you know we weren't the best employee or whatever they told us to make us feel bad about ourselves then of course we're just going to stay silent about it. But the thing is, is like, if, if we don't speak up about things that affect us, especially in marginalized larger bodies, mm-hmm. then we can't expect better treatment. And it is really, really hard. Like I'm lucky I'm in a place where like, I feel mentally strong enough to speak up about things and say, Hey, the chairs in your restaurant, like are too small for me. And it's uncomfortable. Hey, um, you know, this really doesn't work for a body like mine. Um, And and not like feel attacked by feedback on that so Mm -hmm. you know if I used to say to a brand hey like your clothes don't go up to my size and they come back with well you know we just don't have the demand it's like no you have to create the product and then advertise it to us so that we know it exists we can't just magically know and if you make it online only so that we can't try it on then you're saying, we don't want you in our stores. We don't want to see you. If you make your change rooms too small for us, I'm looking at you Portman's. If, if you make your change rooms so <laughs> tiny that we can't even try on your curve range and you keep it online only because you don't want to have to accommodate different bodies, then you can't expect us to come to the table when the table is too small for us. <laughs>
0: yeah, it doesn't fit off, Anna to begin with how we meant to be exactly. at the table
1: yeah yes exactly like I, I need a I need a wide seat <laughs> 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 There's a lot, all of this, you know I, like I like to describe myself as juicy and, <laughs> and, and, and you know you can't um want our money but not want us to participate
0: yeah yeah you can't then be embarrassed that we're in your store and you don't want others to visually see fat people in your store yeah Mm
1: -hmm. and don't show fat happy people like you know the the models always look so serious and just yeah like as a photographer the the photoshopping that I see on plus size campaigns like city chic just I fucking got an email from them the other day everything's blown out everybody's skin is perfectly smooth everybody has a flat stomach it's like come on guys like we've been asking for this for over a decade and you just keep doing the same shit. like body skin has texture and we want to see that like i want to see how it looks on a body like mine i love um websites like asos where they'll upload a video of somebody walking in a garment because then i can go okay my belly is like this and this is how the garment's moving so that's going to work for me or it's not going to work for me like I think that they're they're forgetting how much visual input we need so that we can figure out if it's going to work for our bodies. And um, I find it really frustrating how many people haven't, you know, kind of, uh, well, companies haven't kind of come to the forefront, you know, that they're, yeah. they're not going, this is how you can figure out if this will suit your body. They're just going, this is it this is what your size is <laughs> <Here's> your muumuu <laughs> and I love a muumuu give me a bag with pockets I love comfort
0: <laughs> <laughs> but not but not like a 120 dollar muumuu that that its style has been recycled for five plus years exactly that. like
1: mm. that's the thing is um you know places like City Chic will claim to be fashion first and plus size second, but then they don't change their designs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a straight up lie. It's you, money first before oh. anything else.
0: <laughs> and you know what is the really disappointing thing is that if any of these small businesses that we just love and adore, these plus size businesses that have put so much effort in making sure they're size inclusive, making sure that, like, like for example, um, Oh, like, P- like Peach the Label is a good example. Like the owner will often go into her Instagram stories and actually ask her followers, what do you actually like? What styles yeah. do you like? What do you actually find comfortable? She doesn't have to do that, but she does it because she wants to be able to create garments, create clothes that actually is catered to her audience. And I just see so many small businesses do that by in such effort. Yes but then you have city Chic and they have all the money they have so much money that they don't put the effort into actually ask what we want
1: yeah they're very removed from the customer experience so like mm-hmm. for me like with my but photo shoot clients, I'm always saying that. Like, what do you want to see from me? What could I change? What would you um, want me to do differently? Are you liking the, the way that I deliver albums? Like I'm asking for that feedback from my wonderful clients because the, the customer experience is so important to me. And that's how you retain clients. That's why they want to work with me. And um, it's the same with brands like that, like small handmade brands or small run. They're often saying like, what do you want because they're so connected to their customer experience and then you've got yeah big companies like that where they're so removed from their actual everyday customers um you know they're not even asking for feedbacks on feedback on like the fabrics what kind of fabrics do you like you know Mm -hmm. and um so then we're having to look elsewhere to get what we want and that it, it and that's very tedious like I think people you know everybody wants to talk shit on like sheen and places like that because obviously it's not sustainable and we don't want to be causing fashion pollution a hundred percent but it is I think when you have such little choice and you cannot find what you want sometimes it feels like the only place to turn to Mm -hmm. buy a basic cotton summer dress that fits you and um you know that and and you can buy it in your price range and yeah like Kmart and that sort of stuff are coming you know more and more it's more available but like as somebody who is a stress shopper (laughs) like scrolling clothes is one of the ways that I like soothe myself yes
0: that is a hobby yes and I'm gonna scroll clothes
1: and um, yeah, so for me, I'm always looking at like what's new, what's coming in. And I read carefully what the fabric is made up because I know what works for me and what suits my body. Yeah. And um, I think that I, I definitely love to support small businesses, but I 100% understand why a lot of plus size people turn to brands like Shein um, because they just want the accessibility. Like they literally just want to be able to access the most basic needs and um, I don't judge anybody for that. Like I had a lot of people messaging me saying, sorry, you know, that I shop at City Chic and I'm like, don't feel bad. I know that you um, don't have another option. I know that often they are the only plus size store in a whole shopping centre. I know how that feels. Like I fucking have to cave and shop with them sometimes too and it's not that it's not what I want to do but it feels like what I have to do because of the size of my body. you know like um, I think it was like bras and things they they did like this whole like bigger cup sort of advertising and I could find a bra that sort of fit me in bras and things the size 22 undies I could not get past my knees and that was the biggest size that they did and I was like this is why one why would you make underwear with no stretch and two like that is so unaccessible and I know that in most brands across the board I wear a 22 down the bottom so why why aren't they checking to see if that actually fits size 22s you know um I found that really frustrating like they had for Valentine's Day these like $79 sets and they had these beautiful bras and I could get a bra to fit but I couldn't get bottoms and then I'm like why am I being excluded like it's not fucking fair I just want a bloody (laughs) jean (laughs) string
0: like yeah we have the money to get the sexy lingerie that we want yes but it's just like no one's giving it to us and
1: Yes. Yeah, it's, oh it's, my god. I oh. like I love buying lingerie. Like mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Um and have quite a bit for it. Uh, <laughs> technically it's a business expense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that that's something that I'm searching for quite a bit with plus-size brands is actual, like, nice lingerie. Like, I have bought some lace G-strings and stuff from some brands and they literally feel like sandpaper. <laughs> it it's like, I get that it's something that you put on and then it's getting taken off immediately. I couldn't go out to dinner, you know, on a date with this one. I would be rubbed raw from the back before any action even <laughs>
0: oh yeah look no one no one wants a chafed asshole, okay no one wants that <laughs> i am not willing to sacrifice my asshole for a lacy g-string if it ain't gonna yeah. fit right and feel right
1: yeah <laughs> exactly and, yeah that i find so frustrating oh mm, yeah. yeah did you receive a lot of messages about the the episode
0: i received so so many messages like but what firstly was funny was people firstly messaging that hadn't watched the episode and they were just like oh what's wrong with city chick did i miss something and i was just like oh bless you honey just listen to the episode just listen and read the comments that's coming in right now because every what was actually really nice was so many people were just like oh my god yes i could write an essay about this i can write a what's it called just dis- dis- dis-
1: kind of a a dissertation Diss-
0: dissertation yeah. <laughs> my university like graduated us. I'm an ed- yeah we're educated queens can't say what's that Dissi-
1: dissertation
0: dissertation I'm, I'm yes. so glad I'm graduating university
1: could, <laughs> I could write a freaking PhD on how working in retail is designed to keep you poor like <laughs> to keep you bottom rung uh, because oh. it's very visual based. Like it was literally in our contracts that we had to wear makeup. So you're buying makeup, shoes, accessories to go with new clothes and the clothing that you're trying to sell to customers. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to wear things that aren't available in store and you're on minimum wage. How are you supposed to build wealth? Like they, mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> hurry <up> and go. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that that related to me so hard like the way you're talking about the and, and again people that haven't listened to this episode please listen to the previous episode but we will touch on it. you have to always buy the latest clothes when you're working retail and this isn't just with city chic this is with a lot of places and i think mm-hmm. this is why there's such an issue with retail why so many people are traumatized by retail why so many people leave yeah. retail and why so many people like you said yourself were stuck in a poverty cycle because they just expect you to buy clothes again and again and again because it always has to be the latest clothes the latest stuff that's in and i hate it when people just say oh but it's like a uniform a uniform you just buy at the beginning and that's it yeah
1: and uniforms are durable <laughs> yes <laughs> and how often have your clothes from city chic fallen the fuck apart Oh, man. Your bra oh wires God. have broken out, like you know. And how many people return jeans because the the thighs would literally rub out of them, <gasps> and and that's not a client's fault. Like that is a strategic business decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for because them to, yeah.
0: Because they know there's no other physical plus size stores people can go to, and the only place mm-hmm. that they can go to to actually try and close again is City Chic, so they have to go back there again and again and again. Anyway, yeah, like because like for particularly with the bras, the bras I that was a lot of the messages I got people saying like, oh, I hate City Chic, but I just go there for the bras because for the bras, yeah, nowhere else fits me. And with bras, because for so many plus size people, they do their bo- boobs are just all over the place where you're plus size they can either yeah. be they, they can be up high they could be sagging they could be under the pits like mine they could be yeah. small, they could be big when you're plus size your boobs can just be every shape there bloody is so you have to try it on you can't just get it online so that's why so many people exactly go to cd and- chic
1: yeah, I, a lot of people do go there for the bras because yeah, you you can't really go to bras and things like it. It mm. may literally be the only place in our shopping center, and buying bras online is a big fucking gamble. Like, yeah. and you can get it, and it'd be like, oh, it's okay, but I can't wear it every day. One of the things that I hated about working there is how much we were encouraged to tell people that, you know, because their breasts were lifted, their waist looks smaller and then they should wear shapewear to smooth it all out. So there is this element of body shaming, like where your breasts naturally sit is never okay. And um, when you've got bigger breasts, I feel like there is a lot more of a stigma for going braless. Like I would have mm-hmm. friends with little boobs and they'd be like, yeah, just, you know, free the free, free the nipple sort of thing. And I'm like, When you do it, it looks cute. When I do it, I look homeless. Like, you know, so that there is a certain amount of privilege in that they don't have to wear the same amount of garments. Like, at the moment, I have um, little anti-chafe shorts on because I was wearing a dress earlier. And just being able to walk, it's like I need an extra layer just to be able to get around but then I'm hotter and then I'm sweatier and then you're like oh I'm the sweaty fat person and you know it's hard not to get into your head about those things instead I'm like I don't want my body to have a rash so I'm wearing this to protect my legs and that um, it just like reframing that sort of thing but it does get frustrating to go like so much isn't designed for me like I personally can't wear mini dresses because I got a bit of a dump truck and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when I walk, dresses will just go up at the back. Like my ass will be out in a few steps and that's just how she is. And, and so it is really frustrating when you see like uh, mini dresses and I want plus size women to wear mini dresses, please. <laughs> put them on <laughs> <laughs> like like that. but yeah I just personally I have always have to pull it down at the back a little bit because it's just the shape of my body like and I can't wear dresses with like a zip down the back because my butt will push it up and create this weird ducktail effect and there's just so much thought that has to go into mm. what can I actually wear that suits the shape of my body
0: yeah yeah it's just an extra bit of mental load that plus size people have to go through and that's why it's so important and that's why we won't shut up about we need more <clears throat> plus size stores or just stores that yes. create a plus size it's clothes for us that's why it's so important yeah
1: like I had a friend who was looking for pole um outfits um because she's plus size and doing pole and twerk classes and she found a brand that she really loved and it said that you know they will make your size if you um send them your measurements and stuff like that which in in its own way is great but it feels unfair when every other size you can just order yes. you know and so I I understand how they're trying to be inclusive in one way but you're also making us go that extra step making us feel like an inconvenience um and that you know everything has to be specially made because we're so big and it's like I love having things specially made for me if that is what that business does but when you can see that everybody else can shop so easily and you can't it's really downheartening like it's not actually the step towards inclusivity that they think that it is like if, if you extend your sizes, just extend your sizes. You know? Like don't make it that we're still othered. Yeah. It's it was really upsetting.
0: Yeah. Like why do our bodies <clears throat> always have to be the exception and always have to be treated like it's this big complicated thing you have to deal with. And and even with City chic they are the same. They treat our bodies like that. And uh so, something I do want to touch on because I want to I want to take us I want to take sh- us back to shitty I want to take shitty shit <laughs> I want to take us so tempted just to say city shit and I'm very I'm trying so hard to say shit cities I can't do speech today honestly
1: <laughs> Jesus it's like a Freudian be- slip <laughs>
0: uh, okay I want to take us back to city chic because there are some topics that I do want to touch on that we didn't oh, get yeah. a chance last time and change rooms we need to talk about the change rooms what is with the lighting why do i look like i'm in a horror movie (laughs) (laughs) my issue so we both worked at city chic we both had to deal with customers in the change rooms We we would both spend a lot of time in the change rooms why is it that a store that's meant to be catered to plus size people why is it one you create change rooms that are so freaking tiny (laughs) that you can barely fit two people in there because you have to fit two people in there because Mm. because the staff at city chic often will be able to fit you with bras so you know you have to often have two people in there yeah unless you know you're happy to get your tits out in front of the whole store i personally don't give a fuck but most people I have a bit of respect <laughs> and don't want to get the tits out. Like, <laughs> and secondly, this was always my biggest complaint whenever I worked in the city chic stores and I worked in multiple, the heat from the lights because the lighting was so intense, which like you said, always makes everyone look terrible. It's like this bright, deep yellow lighting. The heat would just make everyone sweat. Yeah. And and that's yeah. horrible like already you feel claustrophobic already because you're in this tiny little space in your plus size body and then you have this light beaming down on you that is just so hot and mm. there's no chairs in there no chairs in the actual room which is very fat and ableist <clears throat> because <sighs> put put, I my know. Frust- put my frustrations into words for me <laughs> <laughs>
1: multiple stores and one of the stores that I worked at had massive change rooms that didn't have curtains they had big doors and they they were like a small bedroom so that was great Mm -hmm. um from a loss prevention point of view not so awesome (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah the newer stores I don't know why because they're trying to make this like moody sexy thing I'm like I want to see what I am trying on like the weird overhead lighting that causes massive bags under my eyes like I would literally like feel so much worse about my body because of the lighting whereas if they just created lighting around the mirror like you do with like makeup mirrors and stuff how much fucking better does everybody look and it's so easy like you can literally buy that shit from Ikea but because they care more about the aesthetic style of the store than the actual customers. Like I won this competition um, years ago. This is like back in fucking like 2014 or something like that. To go to like this flagship store that was opening in Sydney, and and the store was so dark and it just didn't make any sense. Like you couldn't see the garments properly. Like why would one thing be directly under a light and the next thing be dark? Like why do you want Plus, those people to exist in the shadows, like, <laughs> and, and it is like, it's very hands-on. Being in the change rooms with people was actually my favorite part of my job. I love showing people that care and consideration, and letting them know that their body is absolutely okay. Because you know, when you're in the change room with somebody, how much they apologize for their bodies. So they'll say, sorry, I'm sweaty. Sorry about my acne. Sorry about, um, that you have to help me. Um, you know, they would just, because they were feeling extremely vulnerable and very exposed, mm. they would really un-unveil like how they truly felt about themselves. And often that was where the real work on their self-image happened for me. So, you know, being able to turn that around and to get somebody to see themselves as beautiful, maybe for the first time in a long time, it, I have goosebumps thinking about it. And it's, and, that is what I carry through to the work that I do now as a photographer like even when I'm doing my photo shoots with people if they're struggling you know to get their lingerie to sit properly like that brings me back to being in the change room with somebody letting them know there is nothing wrong with their body that their body is normal and that there is nothing that they have that I have not seen before literally any combination of body parts I have seen it in a fitting room Um, and that i feel like there's an opportunity in in there in that space that they're not they're not getting into like the deep trauma people have about trying clothes on. So many people will avoid it because it feels depressing for them because they're not finding anything that fits. I've done that where I've gone and tried on nearly everything in a store and walked away with nothing and just in tears because nothing is fitting me correctly or not working for me. And then I've also had experiences where the staff went above and beyond to find things that would work for me and would get me what I wanted and I left feeling uh, incredible and that that is a really important experience and that's not necessarily about how much money that client spends it's how they feel about themselves and if people feel empowered and see themselves with love and with fresh eyes then they're going to come back to your store but if you make it a dark horrible hot change room where they don't feel celebrated and they just want to get the fuck out of there as fast as they can how can like that's putting unfair pressure on the staff it's putting unfair pressure on the client like it's it, it literally makes no sense to me
0: yeah they just this is why it's not surprising that the head of city chic is a thin white man yeah <laughs> of course he doesn't know what is good for the plus size community what is good for women like of course he doesn't and that is why it's just it does make me so happy to see that there are so many amazing small businesses out there that actually have a face to the brand and it is someone Uh that's actually plus size like that's catering for the plus size community or someone that's a great ally that advocates for plus size people it's actually women or it's uh gender gender queer people like it's just I think people just need to realize like that's what happens when you support businesses that is just a mm. faceless person and they just don't they just don't get it they just don't get mm. it at all yeah they
1: yeah they really really don't understand how that feels and um it really it's almost like a fucking abusive relationship with a brand in a way, (laughs) because it's like, you have to keep going back because they're the only one who has anything close to what you want or need, but you don't want to support their business. And then you don't want to be in their stores because you're either being pressured to buy things, change rooms, hot and uncomfortable. Like it's just, everybody has to work so hard just to get clothing for their body.
0: Oh. I do think there is something that does need a change like in the retail industry in general though, because we did touch with this in our last interview in regards to how as staff members at CD Chic, we're not allowed to sit down. We're not allowed to drink water in front of customers. And I had some thinking about this and I realized that not only is that incredibly fat phobic because as plus size people, a lot of us, there is more weight that we're putting onto our legs, on our feet, on our knees and when when we're not allowed to sit down and we're on our feet for eight hours a day straight and constantly standing and not able to ever sit mm. down god forbid a customer sees us sitting oh my gosh yeah. like
1: god forbid they know you're a human being I like fuck off oh i remember once being like on my break and having like a handful of m&ms and i was walking around the store and i just joking with everybody about my healthy breakfast and stuff and it's like that little bit of humanity Mm. you know brings you closer to other people whereas like when i worked at the maya concession that was the worst 18 months of my life and i had to get like a doctor's note because i was pregnant and needed to sit down because i had an extremely high risk pregnancy and then then i was seen as an inconvenience and i literally had um uh, like a phone call from my regional manager saying you're pregnant not disabled and I was like, pregnancy is one of the most dangerous times for your body. It's so like, just the behavior is so ableist. Like they want to mm-hmm. celebrate our bodies, but then they push them to the absolute brink. Like yeah. the the back pain and leg pain that I used to live with and now don't have at all anymore <laughs> from working there. It's like they don't. I hate that we're not treated as human beings. Like not only are we dehumanized because of the size of our bodies, but then we're also dehumanized as workers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just think like, yeah, City Chic and just all retail stores in general. Yeah. Actually, sorry. What that's with City Chic, it seems to be that the staff they hire though is only the acceptable kind of fat. It's the fat it's, plus-size people that can handle being on their feet eight hours a day without having the need to sit down. And if you really think about it, like then there's just so many people, so many people in certain bodies and then also disabled bodies then that never can work in not just City Chic, but in just all retail stores because retail is just so demanding in the fact that you can't possibly sit down in front of a customer or drink water which... there's a lot of heavy
1: lifting too that mm-hmm. like you just like expected to do in your fashion shoes in your chiffon dress like that's probably gonna rip because mm-hmm. you're opening cardboard boxes and stuff you know what I mean it's like you have to be dressed as if you're going to a cocktail party but also be able to like do manual work it it literally made no sense and we did have people who applied for roles in our stores and like we like one of the stores that i worked at had a had two full time staff on at all times and even then was still not hiring anybody with a disability i had several um like customers come in and say i applied but you know i have this disability or or i need to sit down or like you know that sort of stuff and it's like they could have easily been at the register providing that kind of customer service but that just like they would just exclude them for their bodies and it, and it's you can't claim to be inclusive if you don't want to make accommodations for the variety of bodies out there like the amount of cl- uh, customers who came in who had um I'm going to try and say this word right li- lipidemia lipodema, um where which is a condition where um I think it's like fluid and possibly fat buildup in the legs. So (laughs) it's extremely painful. Um, It hurts to stand for long periods of time. And we would literally be the only place that they could buy pants that fit them, especially because a lot of it built up around the ankles, Um, you know, where we had like boot cut jeans. So they could actually wear jeans because everything would be, you know, skinny, tight leg. And um, that was just so sad that like they were excluded based on something they literally can't control like that's what having a disability or a chronic illness is Mm. and then they're just kind of like no well we can't push them to the brink of their mental and physical well-being for this $20 an hour job so no (laughs) and it's just not like I don't want them to have to work there because I don't want them to be abused but at the same time it's really fucking unfair when they're already excluded uh, like discrimination in the workplace because you're plus size is fucking everywhere and then to from the brand that's supposed to like love you and support you yeah that's uh that's a choice yeah exactly (laughs) like
0: it literally as soon as you walk into the store you literally see right right up to your face when you see the staff, you see how this store just only allows and only wants a certain type of fat person you have to be someone that can stand on your feet or date you can't be someone with a disability you can't be someone that's god forbid pregnant you can't be someone that's above a size 24 size 26 because then you can only yeah. get clothes online and if you can only get clothes online then you can't wear anything in store because when you're on the store floor you have to be wearing clothes that's in the store which is then buying clothes every three weeks and so then you're in
1: a and you'd have to pay cycle. full price to pay you can't use your staff discount to buy two excels because you'd have to buy them online at full price, return them in store and then buy them at your discount. And then, you know, you're going to be told off because why have you got returns on your um, KPIs? Like it's, it's literally like they make it so difficult to exist in a, in the larger end of the spectrum with their sizing. And they don't even have that inclusive sizing, like, yeah. you know, yeah like a a, a good plus size brand should go to like like a 28 to 30 mm-hmm. i know some people wear like a 32 mm-hmm. and it's like you it's not like you see them and think oh you know like of course nothing would they are, they are a normal person who deserves clothing that it's um suits their style that they can express themselves in like not just like the most plain basic ugly floral <laughs> t-shirt that says milan on it
0: <laughs> sorry about my dog
1: he's on poor patrol
0: <laughs> he heard city chic and he's like i'm raging now yes. this is my time to shine oh so i to finish up with city chic because obviously like last time we can rant a long a long long day about this my dear. i want to give you a fact that i read about city chic right now i think it's a great summary of why this place is trash and sorry it's a great let story <laughs> huh?
1: you're like let us all bow
0: our heads let us all bow our heads and this is what happens when you treat your customers your staff and the plus size community like trash this is what happens so in a recent report by the news.com.au they said that city chic collective has seen its value slashed by a whopping, now this is reported in January, by the way, value slashed by a whopping 89% as its share price plummeted from $5.03 at the start of 2022,
1: it's now 53 cents. Wow. Holy shit. Tom is a bitch.
0: (laughs) So I know nothing about stocks but yeah. to go from five dollars to 53 cents in a year yeah. even a dumbass like, like me knows that's bad that's yeah
1: that shows bad. that people don't um like want to invest like they don't see growth um and yeah stocks can go up and down like that's the same with any fucking company but yeah i would I would take a really hard look at myself if that was me but you know self-reflection isn't their strong suit <laughs>
0: no no they're not really the best at that are they like i'm honestly so surprised that they're not putting an effort to change their ways when clearly since they since they care so much about money and you know stocks are going bad the business is oh and the the shops are closing down firstly so i'm in brisbane area and one of the biggest city chic stores what were the big ones called? There was the there was like the 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 big city chic stores and then those the yeah little like
1: ones. Chermside was a big one Carousel, Burke Street in Melbourne, but I don't think that's a top one anymore. Yeah, yeah. there would always be like those flagship, like an A flagship store.
0: flagship. that's Yeah,
1: flagship. Yeah, one
0: of the flagship ones in Brisbane shut down in Gardens, uh, in Garden City, and that. Yeah. Was, and that I remember, cause I worked at Garden City, Carindale, and then a bit in Chermside. I remember Garden City was always like the one like our, our competitor. We always had to go higher in sales against them. Or like, we'd be told like, oh, if you don't yeah. get higher than them, that's expected. Cause they're just so big. They make so many sales and they shut down. And it's just like, you have all these stores shutting down. You have the stocks plummeting. You have all these people telling you, get your shit together. Why are they not self-reflecting right now and changing
1: ways? Yeah. Like, it's... Why are you selling the same dresses from 10 years ago? Like, you know, it just makes, and they're shit quality as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I I'd, I'd, like as a business owner myself, If I'm not constantly looking at my business and thinking, how can I improve this? How can I make myself better? Because growth is important to me. Like, but that's obviously not their focus. And that that's really fucking sad because servicing their community should be the goal of a business owner. Obviously.
0: He's agreeing. (laughs) Obviously
1: as a business, you want to make money like that is a given, Mm. but there needs to be a goal outside of that because money is is an energy that comes from happy clients. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's another topic I really want to talk to you about. And this is very close to home for you. This is all about body positive photo shoots. And because I've seen this... Do you, wait. Do you call them body positive photo shoots, or is it like lingerie, lingerie shoots, self love shoots? What do you personally like to call yours?
1: I love all of it. Like I, um, I call myself an empowerment photographer because if if somebody wants to go naked and that feels right for them, amazing. If they want to stay fully clothed and they still want to feel like a fucking badass, amazing. Like, so I call myself an empowerment photographer, but I talk a lot about how photo shoots are an act of self love and, um. And how as plus size people, we often um, don't have a high self-worth or a high self-esteem. So, um, yeah, that is something that's super close to my heart and um, something that I just I I talk about in like my VIP group or when I'm keynote speaking on podcasts like this, because when you've lived in a plus-size body your whole life or maybe as an adult or when you've developed an illness or a disability or something like that um you often are because you're treated so badly it can really affect your self-worth and then we don't feel like we're worth spending money on that we're worth nice experiences that we're worth love and joy and happiness and so sometimes people will look at a photo shoot as this big extravagant vain thing and especially in larger bodies if we love ourselves openly obviously that's very confronting for other people and sometimes it can be scary to rock that boat like I people are quite um you know taken aback sometimes where I'm like I really fucking love my body and they're like 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 all of it like (laughs) like, do my best to show her as much love as possible like I'm a normal person there are things about my body that like maybe I would tweak and I would change but I make a constant decision every day to fucking love her and that it, it's not easy but it gets easier every single day because it's it's a redirection of your thoughts like I think of my thoughts like a train and I'm a very very neurodivergent person <laughs> so some, sometimes it can be hard to derail that train but when I feel the train that's taken off from the station going my body's shit I put the brakes on and send her in the other direction so hard and I'm like babe go look at yourself in the mirror look at that ass like <laughs> often it's the small things about our bodies that people get really down on. Like I know for me, I've struggled with acne. Like I'm 32 now. I'm finally starting to have some clear skin days. Like at 32, I'm finally getting them after having acne from like 11 years old and I have lots of scarring from it and stuff. Um, But it, You know, when somebody comes to me and they're like, Oh, you know, I've got a pimple on my chin. Should I still come to my photo shoot today? I'm like, Babe, that is like the tiniest. When you look at your body as a whole, it's such a small part of you, but mentally, we make it like this big volcano. I know that I have done it and I see other people do it. And it's like we apologize for. Um, our bodies being normal like everybody has pimples on their bum everybody has you know little goose bumpy skin bits and like and you know apologizing for our roles or that we sweat which is a response that we can't even control and and um, it's the same as like in change rooms people will apologize for existing in their bodies but when you feel that your body is worthy of love and of taking up space that is such a huge shift for a lot of people who've worked with me, they've maybe never had a photo shoot before and maybe never had anybody praise their body because I might be putting you in positions you'll claim to have never done before. <laughs> 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 and they're like, like this, I'm like, don't act like you're not familiar. <laughs> And but it might be like you've never done that with the lights on, you know, for one thing, and like that you and you you've never really seen yourself, maybe how I am seeing you. So I love creating that experience for people and literally seeing their view of themselves and their body change in front of my eyes. Like the, today, I dropped off a print and an album to a client, and I first photographed her. Um, three or four years ago and she'd been through cancer and had quite a large scar on her hip and to her this scar was the definition of her whole being I have this massive scar and through the photo shoot with me she was able to see herself as a whole body like not just an imp imperfection or a flaw and um, it can be hard not to fixate on those things when you maybe have a skin issue or something like that that you feel defines you as a person or a disability or you know um Even mental illness is like it's very hard when you're dealing with depression to see yourself in any kind of positive light. And so, what I love about the photo shoot experience for me is like I always want people to have fun and I want them to leave being like, fuck yeah, like I love myself so much. And (laughs) I had this one client. (laughs) And I was um doing a boudoir shoot of her at a hotel and she had six children and I was like, You're gonna get pregnant with baby number seven tonight <laughs> And then she booked another shoot with me and turned up pregnant and was like, This is you And I was like, well, Shayla's an excellent girl's name if you're looking for she wrote you. Were, you were a I love that like that I get to see their bodies through so many changes and stages and that we build this rapport so like the client I was talking about earlier with her scar the last few photo shoots we've done have been like cosplay and Dungeons and Dragons characters that she's created and so it's like a way to express yourself fully like let your freak flag fly um and also show yourself that love that you're worth spending money on that you're worth having an amazing experience that you're worth like doing this for yourself you get to buy you know whatever you want to wear you get to feel pampered and adored and that is how you should feel you know what i mean it's like a relationship Mm -hmm. when once you've had a good one like a good photo shoot experience Just like when you're in the change room at a a clothing store and you know the difference between good customer service and shit customer service, when you have that good experience and you leave feeling like a million fucking dollars because you found clothes that fit you, that they reflect how you feel, that the lady who was working with you was being fucking incredible, making you laugh and stuff like that is, I, I take that and I make that my photo shoot. So... I because I have such a neurospicy brain I have f- ideas all the time for different photo shoots I'm often planning my ideas my themes a year in advance and it's a way to love yourself from different angles because like m- next week I'm launching this <laughs> sorry, this week I'm launching my Heavenly Bodies photo shoots again. So for me, when I think of Heavenly Bodies, obviously I think of the planets and the stars. And I think about how our bodies are made of stardust. And that is what I'm bringing to these photo shoots. Like our our bodies are celestial. They are important. They are of the universe. And we all embody that like power within us. So that I love showing people that they look exactly like the paintings of gods and goddesses that you've seen in a museum that is your fucking body and I want you to see yourself that way and um bringing that energy to a photo shoot you like uh, obviously I shoot boudoir I do branding shoots I do all sorts of stuff but when people come to me for my creative ideas I think it's because they're seeing themselves in a new light I just finished um doing glitter bath photo shoots so there's literally like filling up a big like pool and covering people in glitter and then getting them to you know we season them with glitter like they're like a delicious roast chicken and then <laughs> we history <rotisserie> roll them that <laughs> <laughs> on your back you're on your side you're on your tummy like we literally get <laughs> 360 like a delicious chicken cooking in the oven and get the most amazing photos <laughs> you know because who are, like I don't know about other people some people hate glitter but I've, I've always wanted to like smear myself in glitter and to oh, see yeah. myself as that sparkly human who's allowed to take up space who's allowed to shine as brightly as she fucking wants to and um creating that for my clients just fills me up in ways that I cannot even imagine like Explain. So I'm doing those photo shoots again next summer as well, because um, they were just so good. But I, I, I love that. I have built this community that whenever I get these ideas they're excited for them because they get to have a new experience and experience a new level of self-love each time like I'm planning um my spooky shoots this year it's going to be blood bath so it's literally going to be like smearing and dripping blood on your body and um I think of like um you know in Game of Thrones when Daenerys eats the the heart I want to try and create that sort of effect and And um, often when you live in a larger body, you see people do these amazing photo shoots, you see these influences and stuff, and it feels very unattainable. And I want people of any body shape, size, ability to feel like they can access my photo shoots, that their body is never going to be turned away. So I'm, I'm very open to all genders, all expressions the the posing that i do is very adaptable to each person um so i photographed um people who um you know here i'm trying to think of the word um you know they might have an issue with their spine they might have a brain tumor they might be extremely neurodivergent like i am they might have issues balancing like it's all able to be adapted I'm never upset that somebody can't do a pose I'm thinking how can I make this work for them you know and show their body in maybe a way they've never seen it before that's always my goal is to is for them to shine not to feel like oh I couldn't do that pose so I'm not good enough you are always good enough and like the fact that somebody's booked a photo shoot with me I'm like we are in love you are now one of my wives (laughs) in the
0: harem <laughs> <laughs> I love the energy that you bring to it like it's not just a job for you like this is your baby this is your passion and this is like your time to let other people shine and I I really just love that and I think people that do photo shoots like you like people that put in time to like as you said make people see what their bodies can look like see what their bodies can do we fucking deserve that like especially women especially plus size bodies we spent so many hours probably days worth of our lives hating our bodies torturing it with these diets and mm. toxic behaviors we, mm-hmm. we we have spent so much money in our life like just destroying our body and hating on our bodies so yeah of course we absolutely everyone deserves to put that little Extra bit of attention on our bodies and be good to it. Do something good for it. Do something that'll make you feel good. And your shoots is a way people can do that. Like these, shoots, yeah, that's why they are like, empowerment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love, um, you know, sometimes people will say to me, I um, wouldn't pay that much for a photo shoot. And I'm like, okay, no worries. You're not my ideal client. Like I don't take that personally. Um, but the, sometimes somebody will have a photo shoot with me and, you know, that. They might reveal something about themselves. Like let's say it's an eating disorder. They might have been really struggling with like atypical anorexia. They're not eating, but their body is still a larger body and they don't feel believed and they're not able to access services. And then the next time I see them, they might burst into tears and say, doing the photo shoot helped me see that I deserve to eat, you know, and that is like, I got goosebumps again. Um, That is the kind of value that you you can't put a price on and like seeing so many of my Clients go through that journey, and like we all, you know, sometimes when you're trying to heal your relationship with yourself and your body, it can feel two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back, and um, just being able to see that, like that, they're putting um, that love into themselves is just, oh, I, I live for it, um, and I love hearing people's stories, and like even just how following me or other creators influences how that has changed their relationship with their body like I've made a lot of friends with um the the mums at my kids school and you know I'm I'm the weird mum. <laughs> I'm the, I'm loud I'm covered in tattoos I'm a big bitch and I'm the only one with like bright hair so I'm a, I'm a lot for people sometimes people don't find me super approachable especially when I'm dealing with my my screaming children <laughs> but even then it's like um they'll they'll say little things to me about their bodies and or like oh I shouldn't be having this coffee today and I'm like babe you deserve it like you're you get to decide what you deserve and you need to tell yourself I deserve it I deserve a body that feels great today if eating this is what I need today amazing you know and um it's just those like little things that can really change your whole life because they're they're derailing those trains of negative thoughts and directing them back to self-love. So uh, there are times where I don't feel, um, you know, that good about myself because I'm a human and th- these things happen and it, it gets easier every time to change that thought into something positive and say, you know, I'm doing my best and I love what I do and um, I'm trying as hard as I can and I am worthy and beautiful exactly how I am. And, um, you know, if we were all the same, life would be fucking boring. (laughs) And the last thing I want to be is boring.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. So on every episode of this show as listeners will know we share our fave fat friendly finds of the week which is brands businesses that actually cater to the plus size community so <clears throat> not city chick, my dear my dear shayla taylor my f- human that enjoys rolling people around like they're rotisserie chicken and <laughs> glitter what it's a
1: uh, very technical photography term a
0: rotisserie chicken Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. That is going in your resume. I know how to put people in a rotisserie chicken mode and roll them in glitter. you <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really craving like chicken all of a sudden. Oh, me too.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although, with... <gasps> oh, oh my God. Okay. What is your fave fat friendly finds of the week, my dear?
1: So I have been getting the cider ads for ages and I was like oh they must be like Sheen so I didn't want to cave I didn't want to cave but I kept seeing these like velvet play suits and stuff and I was like I think I'm gonna do it and Mm -hmm. I actually have never had such a good clothing haul like the quality is better than Sheen it was better than pretty little thing I would say it's on par with ASOS um I bought five items and I bought a three XL in all of them I carefully read the um the sizing on each of them Mm -hmm. and how much stretch they had but I ended up getting the same all all across the board honestly so impressed with the quality so impressed with the fit I was like I was expecting to return all of it and be like oh this is shitty quality it's like for velvet items it was like the nice quality velvet they fit so well like I'm uh, maybe like a size or two bigger on the bottom than I am on the top mm-hmm. and just like loved everything that I got and was absolutely shocked and was like damn I am um, now I have to pay for everything because I don't have to. <laughs> oh. um, yeah like side of curve uh, I'm not sure on the sustainability and the ethics and stuff around it but I was honestly shocked I have never had such a good clothing haul where everything looked great I tried on everything without a bra my boobs looked amazing yes I was living for it I was feeling myself so hard <laughs> yes
0: I love it it's I still like- need I still need to take the cider plunge I need to do it yeah I really
1: do I um yeah I'm so happy with everything that I got from them and like everything was maybe like average about forty dollars but I was shocked at the quality like I absolutely floored by it and I hope that they stay that way so if you've been seeing the ads didn't know it like how bad like what it was gonna be like when it came way better quality than Sheen. way better
0: oh I need to invest some time in side because <laughs> yeah I always see the ads all the time all right. Yeah. All right, this might be my way of you. You might be helping me take my cider virginity, my dear. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Oh, helping the cider cherry. (laughs) Well, I I have two recommendations. I know I'm meant to stick to one, but I have two firstly i want to recommend nala they are this size inclusive underwear brand and you might be recognizing that name because i recently did a story about them because they sent a tit on the melbourne river yes which if if you if free the titty, (laughs) i will support anyone that is willing to create a 10 meter long inflatable tit and send it down the melbourne Yarra river yeah. like i, I will support that. anyone that is willing to do that like oh my god give me all the boobs yes love yes it. such oh. a badass move and they collaborated with the instagram page pink bits who i just
1: love oh yes they're so adore. wonderful
0: they're amazing love them so yeah nala adore you and just like like tits up love it yes but <laughs> and, yeah yes And then my other brand, I have to recommend. I talk about them a lot on my page, but I have to recommend them because I adore them, is We are Golden Hour. Oh they have this top. It's this top. And Lazy Jade Christie recently wore it on, I don't know, on I just saw it on Instagram stories and I'm obsessed with it. I
1: love her. I need
0: it in my life. It's like this mesh top, and it's got like this red lips, and it's biting the lips is the lip is biting the lip kind of thing. But it's mesh, so it's like see-through-ish. But it's just, it's just so hot, and I need it in my life. And I just have all these like bras, bralettes. I'm already imagining myself wearing underneath this. Yes, I I just love that. It's just like yes. Sexy clothes for fat people. Yes. Yes, please. exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. I know um Dangerfield do a lot of like the mesh tops in the plus sizes as well. But I'm I'm always scared, you know, because like I'm scared I'm gonna put a nail through them, you know, like a delicate fabric. <laughs> yes. when you're a big bitch and you're like,
0: oh I'm <laughs> girl, I feel like I do that with my underwear. Like if I'm trying to like pull out a wedgie, if I have fake nails, because normally I like I love my fake nails. If I'm trying to pull out a wedgie, I always worry I'm just gonna like stab a hole and accidentally like stab my butt crack yeah, or something like yeah, that.
1: I've, yeah, I've done it a few a few times. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always have like. Kind of like long pointy nails um and so it's it is always a risk <laughs> yeah it's the
0: risk you're willing to take yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. but yes that
0: is our recommendations for the week people cider nala and we are golden hour i'll be putting it up in the show notes the links and also on the instagram stories for fat and eyes where we Yay! are be sharing our faith Fat friendly finds of the week i'll be showing that in the yes. Insta stories but yes. We are here to support any business that caters to the plus size community properly. Yes,
1: yes. exactly. Thank you very mm-hmm.
0: much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Help us be the sexy bitches we are. Yes. It's so important
1: <laughs> that we're able to like showcase our own style. Like that's like, if you look at all the most popular plus size influencers because they have a very unique style and they, mm-hmm. they are actively finding items that reflect that because yeah. fashion is just what is made for masses style is about reflecting you and it's yeah. so crucial that people feel that they can develop their own sense of style that that showcases who they are it, it yeah I love it so much
0: yeah me too because growing up I just thought whatever city chick was selling that's my style apparently
1: Exactly. I was only in floral maxis for so many years. And then I was like, I actually don't want to wear these. But it's like, (laughs) it's kind of like Stockholm Syndrome. It was my only option. I could wear it to work. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas now I never wear anything like that. So. Yeah,
0: the, the peplin tops and the cold oh! shoulder tops—they had us hostage. <laughs> yeah,
1: they, they really those freaking drapey sleeve blazers. What did we call? We called yeah. the boleros sad boleros because oh! you'd have a beautiful dress on and then you put the bolero and it just make it so.
0: Those boleros will uh, will always be triggering for me because you always had to upsell the customers even though they were feeling themselves in their dresses. And you always, because the the head office would always tell us, oh, make sure you upsell. Make sure you always ask if you want to add a bolero to it. It's just like... But what if fucking... they don't want to hide their arms? What if they yes. look fucking gorgeous?
1: Yes, exactly. Boleros oh. would be triggering for me. Mm-hmm. I know, sad boleros. Oh. And like, no hate to you if you like them or mm. the, if you want to cover your arms. I just don't like it being mandatory. Like you have to cover your arms because they're big. It should be your choice about how much you want to cover or uncover your body. I love sharing my body how it is. I think it's so soft and curvy and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I used to cover it for years. Like I wore cardigans all the time to cover my arms and it wasn't until like I had this Maya staff member and she came up and we had short shorts on the mannequin and she was like why would they sell those for bigger girls and I was like because they want to wear shorts and she was like yeah but that's so unflattering and I'm like but they deserve to wear shorts in summer. Like, it doesn't matter if other people don't like it. It's what they want to wear. And she was like, and you guys need to cover your arms up more. Like, why- oh. nobody wants to see, like, your flabby arms. And this is somebody who'd worked at Maya for, like, fucking 35 years. And wow. I was like, I think we have a different idea of what women can do with their bodies. Like, I'm allowed to wear whatever I want, whatever feels comfortable for me. And I remember making a choice to be like, fuck you to that lady that I would never wear a cardigan into work again. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Like I love showing my body, but I wasn't always this way. Like there are always baby steps. Like, you know, sometimes I see on these like TV shows, like, you know, look good naked or whatever. People want to go from zero to a hundred, just do the naked photo shoot. Sometimes it's like, you need to create that safe space for people and that that's something that I talk about a lot with other photographers um is how to create a safe space for your client where they feel held where they feel supported where it's not like yeah just get naked you know that (laughs) it's like you you can if you want to Mm. like no judgment from me I know as a plus size person I worry a lot about the smell of my body like I and I think because there's a lot of this like if you're fat then you stink like that that's a very much a thing in pop culture and um that's something that I I can really struggle with Um, but now I'm like fuck it like how my body smells is like natural like you know vaginas don't smell like fucking lavender fields they smell like a (laughs) vagina and like and (laughs) so for me I'm like there's always new levels of embracing and loving myself that I'm trying to reach at all times Um, and that is because it's like there's no other way for me to exist and then uh, and to be able to help people wherever they are in their stage of their journey whether it is just not wearing a bolero for the first time I'm so happy to be there for them whether it's having a photo shoot for the first time like having a camera pointed at you is fucking intimidating and i totally get it i know when somebody points one at me my brain goes empty i forget all of the things that i know and i need somebody to be like you know bring your chin down a little bit or look over this way just those little instructions to help you feel at ease or just say hey you're looking a little bit tense just take a deep breath and let your shoulders relax that can make all the difference to a photo shoot and um Yeah, I I love to be there for people no matter where they are on their journey. I think that that's so important as a photographer to create that safe space because you might be the second person who's ever seen them in a lingerie item in their life or nude. Maybe nobody's seen them naked ever, you know, so um, you never know what role you're playing in somebody's life. So that's why I approach it with so much love so much love
0: <laughs> I love that so much like you're not just there to be a photographer you're there to be their hype girl that's what you yes.
1: are yes I'm their that. hype girl I'm their therapist I'm you know their body image coach I'm also taking fucking hot photos of them the last photo shoot I did the glitter bath one she was doing so amazing I just started screaming like I couldn't even form words I was just holding <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh i calm down because these are all going to be blurry from me shaking and screaming <laughs> you know what I mean it's like I'm not I'm not afraid to be like you are fucking killing this you're doing so amazing and like some of us have never heard that kind of encouragement in our lives so I always say to people what I would need to hear in that moment like that's yeah I just I love to to love on my clients
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it oh where can people find you then lovely if they want more details about your photo shoots, your workshops, oh. or just about you in general
1: and your hypothesis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm most active on Instagram where I'm shayla.photographer. So shayla's with a CH. Um, and you can see my nudes on there. <laughs> Oh fun! Well, um, <laughs> I have a workshop coming up um, probably will have been by the time that this comes out um, but I'm planning on doing more posing workshops so a lot of people come to me and are like I don't know how to pose and that is one of the um, things that I love to talk about because you know we're not Kind of taught how to stand in a photo. Um, so I've got posing workshops coming up. I'm launching my Heavenly Bodies photo series. Um, I'm going to be in Melbourne at the end of April and Sydney in mid May doing photo shoots over there. So hopefully I'll come to Brisbane soon and I get some yes. juicy, juicy photos of you.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. If you come to Brisbane, <laughs> you are so taking some photos of me, honey. Yes. Yeah. I love it so much. I want to be your rotisserie chicken and rolling
1: glitter. Oh, yes. Such delicious, juicy chicken. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Shayla, for coming onto the podcast. As always, I just love talking to you. You're just such a joy. And oh I have a feeling so many people are just gonna have the biggest smiles listening to this episode oh thank you so so much
1: for having me again I love talking if you can't tell (laughs) (laughs) talking to you is always so so amazing I'm so glad that we've connected with each other it's the best yes
0: yes so that's why you need to come to Brisbane I know I yes you need to come (laughs) to (laughs) Brisbane gonna have some drinks and we're gonna you're gonna take some nudes of me that's Uh, all that's the plan I'm I'm
1: probably gonna (laughs) take some nudes of myself anytime I stay somewhere for like a photo shoot I'm like I may as well take nudes of me here too (laughs) so um airbnbs (laughs) have had my butt all over them
0: (laughs) yes oh look look it's always good to have like a like a good photo album with nudes so then like if you gotta send them out then at least you're like oh yeah cool I know don't have to put I'm like
1: I fucking flipped that Rolodex open like what do you want
0: (laughs) What do you want? Do you want my tits from this year, five years ago? What do you want? (laughs)
1: Literally, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, lovely. Uh, Thank Thank you. you Enjoy the
1: rest of your day. I love everybody who's listening. You're hot and beautiful.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Thank you so much everyone for listening to today's episode, our first episode back with a brand spanking new season. If you enjoyed the episode, can I ask a teensy-winty little favor? If you can leave a review, and also if you are listening on spotify hit follow and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, hit subscribe just so then you don't miss out on our weekly episodes which are out every wednesday and if you want more on the fattenize show head on over to our instagram at fattenize and And also if you just want some general news that is not related to rupert murdoch funding it all and (laughs) being involved in it at all head on over to kaleidoscope news as well thank you everyone i will see you all next week for another episode of Fatinize. bye we at Fatinize pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today this land is and always will be aboriginal land hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter